Welcome to the Start to Be Great podcast. I am your co-host, Kimmy. And I'm Anna. And if you're anything like us and you're sick of using fear as an excuse to not truly live your life, then you're in the right spot. Because we're here to tell you that you don't have to be great to start something, but you do have to... Start to be great. So what's up, buddy? <laughs> you know, um, we're just sitting here talking about uh, relationship shit like we do on Sundays on yeah. occasion. And we were going to talk about something totally different today. Uh-huh. And uh, I like that this kind of came up because we're both in a good headspace for it. Yeah. So we're talking about breakups. Breakups. And like our experiences with it. I personally have... I feel like every person I'm close with right now is having some kind of relationship uh, drama or yeah. just issues, things going on. I don't know. If it's... Relationships are hard. Yeah. They are very hard. <laughs> they take constant effort. That's the thing. Constant effort from both parties. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, obviously, like, unless you've been married or in a relationship for a long time... I think the thing is, is we see uh, relationships that don't work as a failure. Yeah. And I feel like it makes us feel like we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. The reality is, is like none of us do. Yeah. But we just haven't like found a person to keep failing over and over with. Yeah. That we don't want to completely kill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. I don't think it should be shameful to be in a breakup. Sometimes it feels like kind of like embarrassing when you like mm-hmm. get broken up with and it's like it's not like it's it's a chance to grow and find out who you are with somebody new yeah well and it's like it's embarrassing for the person getting dumped but then it's like also the person that is doing the dumping is an asshole yeah and it's like why are you a jerk just because you realize that this person wasn't the right person for yeah you? and it's like you're not allowed to be sad because you broke up with them you know like people are like well why are you sad yeah you did it and it's like no it's it's still grieving it's yeah. still like a hard thing you had somebody in your life and they're gonna be either less or not a part of your life anymore Mm -hmm. you know it's sad whether you know you did it or you got it done to you right there's still a loss yeah yeah um i think that we should talk about uh one like our experiences yeah from some of them yeah give some context to uh, (laughs) why we're so hardened i'm just kidding Uh, oh my god (laughs) um so my question to you is is there a uh relationship ending that you learn the most from yes so i'm gonna leave names out for fun but i um i dated this guy and it was a interstate relationship Mm. um not my only one (laughs) which is weird uh but um he this was before i had a kid in my life and he had a kid mm-hmm. of his own and so that was something that i learned like whether or not i wanted to date because before i met him um i was like i don't want to date a single dad like i honestly said that yeah like if i because like, i was using dating apps and I, if i like swiped on a dude that had a kid i was like nope yeah because I didn't, I didn't think I wanted kids at all around me, and then I just couldn't picture it. Mm-hmm. So that taught me a lot. Um, also, like what we were willing to sacrifice. One of the re- the reason why we broke up was because I was in Washington, he was in Idaho, and both of us were like, "Well, if this moves forward, like you come to me," and mm-hmm. the other person was not willing to compromise. And had both of us just said, like, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, like, I have to be the one that's chosen, like, my way. Mm-hmm. We probably could have figured it out. Yeah. And so that was, like, a really big uh, learning experience for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, it was, like, I met him at Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> fun, fun night. Yeah. Uh, next day, uh, like... We were like smitten and mm-hmm. it was great. And then he's like, yeah, I got a kid. And I'm like, oh my God, what the frick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It happens. It does. Mm-hmm. What about you? What I learned the most from. Yeah. Would probably be my longest relationship. Um, that one was five years. Um, and it ended unexpectedly for me. Um, and I think what I learned the most from that relationship was that... Um, 
I kind of lost my independence in that relationship. I lost my identity. Um, it was more of a, a we rather than a me thing. And I never mm. even noticed because, I mean, it, that relationship started when I was 19 years old, you know, mm. and then five years later, I'm a completely different person than I was when I started that relationship. Oh, yeah. But I never even noticed. Like, it was always like a, I didn't even know what my own interests were because I was too busy focusing on what our goals were you know like in in uh, in so much time we're going to do this or we're going to do this or we're going to move into this or you know it was always like a, a we rather than a me not a oh what is my current goal right now it was always like a, i want to support him and what he's doing and then we can do this and it's gonna it was always like a mm-hmm. never like a true like self-prioritizing yeah thought you weren't independent at all yeah not at all and so when that ended what was most what I learned most from that was who am I Mm -hmm. you know who am I when I'm not in a relationship and that took me a long I mean it took me a long time I'm still working on I'm still figuring out what I liked what I what I noticed (laughs) for real was when I moved into my apartment this was the first apartment I ever moved into that I was completely by myself Mm -hmm. I'd either always had a roommate or I had him or I lived with my parents like I never lived solely completely alone um, and so I was like, how do I decorate? <laughs> I literally was like, I, I have a few pieces, um, but there was no like style. There was no like, and it was like, this was the first time I got to pick. I want these curtains because yeah. I like them. And mm-hmm. uh, you think there's too many fucking throw pillows on the bed? Well, I'm having 16. Oh God, I don't, I don't, I don't. I have, oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I <laughs> oh, guilty. <laughs> Four, uh. five, six, seven. I have seven on my oh, bed. My God. I have seven on my bed, um, and they are beautiful and wonderful, and I love them all. Um, but exactly, I get to pick. I'm a pillow I person, sure and uh, I have all the pillows, and I, ha- I got to pick the art on my walls, and I got to pick the rug, and I got to pick everything. And I walk in there, and I said, this is like a regurgitation of me, mm-hmm. and I like it. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I learned is from that relationship mainly is I got to learn me that's at cool. the end. That's good. That's yeah. a big one. Uh, that's one of my, like, it's a pet peeve, um, when I have girlfriends specifically that disappear when they're in relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, now I get it if you're gone more because you should prioritize time with your partner. Um, but if you just disappear and then you don't want to do any of the same stuff anymore, Mm -hmm. that's like, it's frustrating because it makes me wonder like if it's because you want to or obligation or like if you're losing yourself um because you know you should still have i think it's important to have some separate time and like time Mm -hmm. with your own friends i don't think everything should be together and maybe that's maybe some people really love that maybe they don't want alone time i don't really like one of my big big pet peeves is when people pretend to like things they don't like Mm -hmm. like you don't have to. I mean, you can try to like things that are new to you and, you know, like try to have the same habits and, and common interests. But it's like, if you just say you like watching sports because then you get to be around your boyfriend and their buddies, you know, because you like watching sports, you don't actually like watching sports. Like, don't pretend like, yeah, you know, like, okay, you can watch a game or two, but like, don't like be like gung ho. Like if you never talked about sports before and now you're trying to bring up fucking fantasy football, it's oh like, God. okay, this is not you, you yeah. know, like, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. No, I would honestly rather tell them the truth. I mean, I'm a, I'm a truth person, but I'd honestly rather tell them the truth. And then that way they know, like, I do not like this, but I'm here because I want to spend time with you. Yeah. And I will sacrifice today my own desire to do anything but this mm-hmm. <laughs> because I want to hang out with you. Yeah. I think I that think, means more. I think so, too. And I think I, since I recognized at, the, at that break that mm-hmm. I was... I had to learn myself again. Yeah. Now going forward, I'm completely like, I check in with myself often of, am I still myself? Am I still working on me? Am I still bettering me? And like, there's like, a, I'm going to have me and you're going to have you and we're going to come together and we're going to be good together, but we're still going to be our own individual people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important to me now. Yeah. Um, I know uh, there's like a joke. It's like an internet joke about this that, like guys always say they want an independent woman until they get one Mm -hmm. and then they don't want them to be independent anymore and i've actually experienced that yeah because i'm very like i'm one of those people i used to joke that i was what i used to say like terminally single (laughs) (laughs) uh just because like i used to just be single like i would date i i was the breaker upper Mm -hmm. i would date people for a short while if it wasn't working i would just end it 
and be by myself. Yeah. And that's how I function like the best because that's what I know. Mm-hmm. And guys would always be like, oh, that's like, I'm so glad that you have your own life and you like you do your own things. And then as soon as I am dating them, they struggle with, uh, they're like, I don't get to see you. Or like, you spend so much time with your friends or like you're always mm-hmm. at the gym or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you, I, I was like this when you met me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would you expect me to change? Have you had that? Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, my mom calls me fiercely independent. Like and uh, I I think that's honestly way better. Like, I mean, I, you know, grew up being raised by a single mom. So, you know, I luckily I had my dad in, in the picture. But, mm-hmm. but like, I watched my mom do everything by herself, for yeah. herself, and for me. And so it's like, I just, that's what I, you do it. Like, yeah. it needs to be done, so you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I am in relationships too it's like I'm gonna get my shit done like great you can come along with me and I want to help you with your shit but like my shit's gonna get done regardless yeah you know and I don't expect you to pay my bills I don't expect you to do shit for me like I it's nice if you do like do things for me Mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna expect it yeah my I also raised by a single mom and she used to man she probably was drunk when she said this but she used to tell me like you don't need no man mm-hmm. and uh you better do everything on your own like just, oh, yeah. I just like she's kind of like almost like extreme like man hater <laughs> i mean i bitch about men uh, right now with my mom almost as much as you so like uh, i'm just like mama men suck and she's like what have i been telling you your whole life and i'm <laughs> like you know <laughs> you weren't wrong <laughs> yeah she sounds like my mom yeah <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so you said you're usually the breaker upper i am almost always being broken up with mm. and i don't know if that's like a i'm afraid to like give up on something you know me i always want to finish everything that i start and yeah. so like to me i don't know when you're committed i'm committed i'm like to a fault sometimes committed i'm Maybe. super loyal um, and so I almost always get broken up with. I mean, I have broken up with people before, but yeah, in the majority of the time, it's me with my heart broken, wondering why. Yeah, I could see that being um, like you're committed to finishing. And also, you know, one thing that you've said before is you are working on your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So like if you don't have clear boundaries, then nobody's really ever going to piss you off enough to make you want to break up with them. Yeah. So if you don't really know what you want, like... You might know some of what you don't want, mm-hmm. but that's not really like black and white, like mm-hmm. that's a no, I'm done with you. Yeah. Um, and also I feel like you don't ever like hurting people's mm-hmm. feelings. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rough. So man. it's, it's hard to break up with people. It's like the same thing as, uh, uh, like I used to hire people, mm-hmm. um, for work. Like, I'd hire them and fire them. Mm-hmm. And one of my least favorite things to do after like a group interview was to call people that did not get the job mm-hmm. and tell them. Because I wanted to call. Mm-hmm. I didn't send an email out. I wanted it to be personal. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be like, I didn't want to just ghost them. And I would call them all and I'd be like, I'm just calling. You know, I gave someone else the job, but thank you for coming in and you're doing appreciate it. And mm-hmm. we'll, you know. If I thought they were maybe good for next time, I'd tell them, you know, but it's like, it, you could just we'll keep hear, your on pile. right? Like you could just hear it like in the, like their tone, like, thanks. Or, you know, it's just mm-hmm. terrible. Like I hate it. At least that is like faster than a breakup. Cause yeah. like the breakup, you break up with someone, they're like, what, why, you know, yeah. that's why everyone does it over text now. Uh, don't get me started. Don't get me <laughs> fucking started. I think delivery with breakups is very important. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm speaking from trauma here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so my five-year-long relationship ended over the phone while I was in another state. You know, we were home for Christmas. I think he was scared of you. Uh, he should be. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's scared. He's like, let me get um, Yeah, he lived, he lived in Texas. <laughs> I was in, I was, we lived in Florida at the time. And so we were both home. So he was in Texas. I was in Arkansas with my family. And uh, yeah, he did it over the phone after five years. Mm. Yeah. Rough. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Mm-mm. Uh, and did you know it was coming at all? Not at all. Not at fucking all. I was literally watching Harry Potter at my friend Seth's house. And uh, I received this weird text. And I'm like, hmm. It's like a like a like a weird like you know like you get the the heat in your chest and it's like going up to your head and you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. It was that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey dude, 
uh, I'm not I'm not feeling this movie. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Which he knew was bullshit because we had watched marathons of Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. So I get in my car and I'm like calling him. I call him five times in a row. And uh doesn't answer. And I'm like, you better fucking answer. I texted him that. And then I called him one more time and he answered. And then he did it over the phone. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I induced it by, like, calling it, but you can't send, like, a sketchy text. You know, like, those texts where you, like, what know. The te- oh, I, let me see. I don't remember the exact words, but it was, like, um, yeah, um, I think we have some things to talk about. I'll be in, Ar- you know, like, I'll be in Arkansas tomorrow or something. And I was just, like, okay, so maybe he was going to do it in person. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But, like, you can't say, we have shit to talk about. I will be eight hours from you. I'm going to drive that tomorrow to see you. Like, of course yeah. I'm gonna be like what the fuck are you talking about right now right and so then he did it over the phone but I was like why even bring this shit up while we're in other states you know at that point we had been together for five years mm. okay you can wait we were I was literally gonna be flying home like four days later like you could have talked to me then weird but I think he was finally like fuck I gotta do it now I'm gonna do it now and did it Five, four, three, two, one, go. Yes. <laughs> and ready, break. Oh <laughs> yeah, the let's talk or we have to talk text mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I've actually said that. Inducing. I've actually said that on accident, like just saying that about like, hey, like we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize what I had said because the person I had sent it to was like, what? Because <laughs> they like yeah. saw the we need to talk part. Uh-huh. And. All I was saying was like, I want to actually like have a conversation about this. Like when you have time, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they like freaked out. They're like, what does this mean? Are you mad? Like, are we, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was no, like, oh, it's subtle. I, but I get it. The words have power. Horrible. Like, yeah. People are traumatized. Yeah. Traumatized. Mm. Um, Did you have a uh, breakup that was uh, unexpected like mine? Yeah. Um, my most recent one, which was like two years ago. Um, it's a short uh, thing, but it was like one of those, I don't know, like felt like, you know, when like friends start dating and it like just feels like it connects really quickly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one week he's telling me that I'm, and I quote, the most amazing woman I've ever met. Yeah, right? That's mm-hmm. like quite the compliment. He verbally said that to me on the phone one night. And then like four days later, was like broke up with me. I think it was over tech. I don't even remember honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, I was in the middle of moving to Texas. Yeah. Um, but I was like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that one hit me hard because I was like, and I have, I still to this day have zero closure on it, and mm-hmm. like, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but it was really weird. That was one that kind of was like. Uh, you know, talking to my girlfriend back in Washington, um, she's like, dude, nobody owes you an explanation. And I was like, yeah, but I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't get it. Like, because yeah. it's so weird. You know, we were talking about communication earlier today. Mm-hmm. And it's like, something can seem so normal and good mm-hmm. for one person and the other person is clueless. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. It's, I mean, that's why communication is so important. Like, people have told me that I'm an over-communicator. Uh-huh. And, like, they said that like it was an insult. And I'm like, I would rather annoy you by talking too much than make you uncomfortable or question or, like, like not know mm-hmm. anything. Like, I'd rather just tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just my thoughts on that. Yeah, so I had a breakup that was uh, over-communicating. Um, we broke up. He broke up with me. And uh, we were like, we all, we had agreed previously in the relationship if we ever broke up. I don't know why we did this, but we did. If we ever broke up, we're going to take two weeks, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about it. Make sure that's still something that we want. <laughs> yeah. You know, because we were both quick-tempered back then, like, like okay. hot-tempered. And so we were like, we, we fought a bit. Um, and so we were like, hey, just to make sure it's not impulse we're going to take two weeks and come back and talk about it. And so we did. So we broke up. Uh, we took our time and we came back together and we looked each other in the eyes and we're, and we're like, you want to be broken up still? You want to be broken up still? Yep. Yep. All right, cool. Deuces. And I walk out. <laughs> and uh, then he decided a little bit later, 
uh, that that was not what he wanted. And he started messaging my friends on like Snapchat and being like, how is she doing? Does she miss me? I don't want to enter her life again if uh, if she's like moved on. And they were basically like, she's moved on. Like, don't yeah. approach. And then he just... Don't approach. <laughs> he just couldn't handle it. So he would like leave notes on my door or on my car or on my shit. And I was like, okay. Um, still hard pass. Um, and then it started to be, it got like more in depth after that, but it's just like when you like over communicate, it's like, at what point do you have to like, just be like, no communication, Mm -hmm. you know, like at what, like, where do you find boundaries for where a relationship should end? You know, like if you still want to be friends versus not still be friends, or do I try again if I'm feeling feelings again or not? Like, like at that point, it's like. Where are the boundaries? Well, you know where I stand. We've talked about that. I'm not friends with my exes, and I've never given a guy a second chance. I have questioned whether I would, but I've also never been in a situation where, like, it has uh, presented itself to Mm -hmm. me, you know? Like, I'm not going to go chase a dude, but I've also never had a guy come crawling back to me Mm. to be like, uh... I messed up. I'm sorry. Take it back. <laughs> so I don't know how I would react. I've had that way if, too many times. <laughs> I, I don't know how I would react. I It's probably hard because, you know, you're like, uh, I don't know. You know that, that meme that's like uh, on that dope song you kept skipping and then realized later you were fire. You know, that that's me. Like I get broken up with and then everybody regrets it and they come back and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like I'm literally like, nah, we ain't cool. That's why I just cut them off. Yeah. Like I like stop following them on Instagram. Mm. Um, <clears throat> one, uh, I had a guy that, uh, this was a few years ago on Christmas, we spent Christmas together. Mm-hmm. He bought me a freaking uh, Apple watch mm-hmm. and then literally like January 4th broke up with me. We have exact same timelines. Really? Yes. <laughs> Spent family Christmas with the dude and broke up with me right after New Year's on January yeah. 4th. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And I like so this was the guy like he was doing that whole victim thing where he was in a dark place and didn't want to drag me into it and I like he wasn't good enough for me blah 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 whatever. And so that's why he claimed that he did it, which I'm like that's so stupid if that's the real reason. Mm-hmm. Um but he kept trying to reach out to me. And so, like, I literally, I blocked his cell phone. Mm-hmm. I blocked uh, all, all of everything. And it's funny because actually, like, six months ago, his cat uh, was, like, lost. And some reason, he like, years ago, he put me as the, like, emergency contact for his cat. What? So I get, an, I get a call from a, like, humane society in mm-hmm. Washington State about... Hannah, his little <laughs> cat. And they're like, we found Hannah. Like, your number's written here to call. And I'm like, um, okay. I'm I like, I know. literally blocked him. I didn't even have his... I deleted his contact. Like, I blocked him. The del- I'm like, I have no way to contact you. Yeah. I, like, messaged one of his friends on Instagram. I was like, I screenshotted it. I was like, tell him his cat's a pound. Bye. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's a strange one. It was weird. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. So I got a good question for you. Okay. Are you holding on to something that you need to let go of? You know, like, is that a question you ask yourself in the relationship? It's like, okay, you're having like mm-hmm. issues in a relationship. Is that something you check in with yourself and ask? Hmm. Because with me, I think I hold on too tight. Like sometimes, like, um, you said something to me the other, the other day that was really profound to me. It was the quote, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. And it, and it really like, am I holding on to things in like anger that I'm thinking like, oh, this could be a deal breaker or Pride blank, 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 blank. Ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when do you check in with yourself and that you, you really put me in my place with that one. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like it. You know, my mother was very proud, like <sighs> stubborn. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, those are genetic. I think they were pressed on to me. <laughs> Um, I worry about that all the time, mm-hmm. honestly. Like I'm worried. I'm like, do I really like need this? Like, I don't, I want to be, it's not that I want to like be right to win. It's that I, I honestly, I feel that I am and 
I must convince this other person that I am. But the reality is, is like, I just need to convince people, or this is what I feel. I want to convince people that I believe that to be true, but that I'm willing to like see it from another perspective. Mm -hmm. Like that's where I, this is where I stand now, but I'm willing to see yours. So like, that's really what I care about is I want you to know where I'm at and like pay attention to it. It's more, I think, honestly, I think most of the time we get in arguments is we want to be understood and heard and seen. Right. And because we are trying to prove that, no, Mm -hmm. I'm right. You're right. Or like I'm, I'm right, you're wrong. Um, you're not actually like listening, and that's the literally. I mean, it's so much easier said yeah. than done. Yeah. So like confident <laughs> and assertive, but also open-minded. Yes. Yeah. Um, when you asked that question, I actually thought of uh, something else. Mm. You said, "Are you holding on to something that you need to let go of?" I feel that the things I have learned from past relationships, mm-hmm. I struggle not bringing them into the current one. Mm. That's that's where my mind immediately went when you asked me that. It was totally in a different yeah, do it. <laughs> communication example. I like that. Um, yeah, I I struggle with that. Like even just um, when we were talking earlier, I was thinking about, I've only been broken up with, I think three times. I honestly, I also haven't dated a lot. So that's a lot for me. But mm-hmm. uh just off those three times, mm-hmm. I have like a fear now. Mm-hmm. So like you say that you've been broken up with a ton. And yep, I'm like... I'm not a... <laughs> <laughs> you want to join my pity party? I'm just kidding. I don't not mean a ton. ton. I'm a sorry. Ton. I didn't mean to be insulting. I just meant like... About five times, more yeah. So than, About five times. More so than being the breaker-upper. Yeah. Like, I mean... I feel like I, after three times, like I'm already like, I'm very, I'm more protective, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, ah, oh. and I'm like, I can imagine even one more time. And then it's like, you get, it's hard, it's easy to get, feel guarded mm-hmm. and, um, scared, honestly. Yeah. I struggle with that because, um, one of my breakups, um, their reason for breaking up was, um, that they just couldn't be themselves with me, mm-hmm. that they weren't themselves and they just couldn't be themselves with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like okay, but how long have you been feeling like this? Oh, you know, for about a year. Oh, so for a year, you haven't been feeling like yourself, but like you've been just what, faking it? You've been lying to me? In my mm-hmm. in my eyes, I felt like I was lied to. Mm-hmm. And so that's been giving me a complex that I, I think I bring into multiple relationships of, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you say you care for me, you say you love me, you say all these things. Are you lying to me? You know, uh, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's rough. <laughs> So, I mean, we all have our traumas, right? We're human. Yeah. But, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, um, <clears throat> so my longest relationship I had ever been in um, was a guy I was in the Marine Corps with. And we uh, moved from North Carolina to Wisconsin. That's where he was from. Mm-hmm. And when you get out of the military like you know how many like you have to plan it like days out because the movers come to your stuff and like you have to tell the marine corps base like where you're where you're going to live like they need an address Mm -hmm. so we had this all uh selected months before i got out Mm -hmm. and that was also about the time that i realized i didn't want to be with him at that point i had already committed. Like I was like, I've already spent the money. I've mm-hmm. already made the plans. Like I can't just, I literally could not cancel the stuff. Like I, I think I would have lost all the money and just had to like go my own way and then pay my way back to Washington or figure it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I was like, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's the stress of moving. And like, mm-hmm. so I moved there and I gave it a chance and it didn't last like more than two months. I broke mm-hmm. up with them after we moved there. Um, but I knew for a while. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that. I get that from the other side where you like, you know, but you're like one, either like unsure how to deal with it or two, like maybe, you know, I think you were talking about earlier, like um, when to let go mm-hmm. versus uh, when to hold on. Mm-hmm. How do you know if it's like, is this just a thing that we have to get through? It's going to get yeah. better. Like, I think that's my biggest question, worry, fear, concern, whatever is, is this normal? Mm-hmm. Is, is this like, 
healthy? Like, do I push through it and mm -hmm. like persevere? Mm -hmm. Or is this bad? I need to get out. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something. I think with me, it's always about time commitment. It's like, how much time have I already invested in you? And like with me, my time is like money. And so mm -hmm. it's like, how much investment do I have in you? And I'm like, if I have a lot of invested in you, I'm more likely to hold on just for fear of losing that investment. Yeah, Where absolutely. it's like, okay, but okay, do you want to invest six more months and then break up? You know, it's like, it's, 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 a, it's a good check. But for me, I think I'm more willing to stay overcommitted mm -hmm. if I feel like I'm going to lose more. I just, yeah, it's, it's hard to know. It's hard to know when to quit. Yeah. Like if there's not, I always thought relationships ended because when I was young, I always thought that they ended because of like, uh, abuse or, um, cheating. Yeah. Those were kind of like my two, like, and still to those, to this day, like, those are non-negotiables like that happens and it's fucking Same. easy, easy done. Same. But, um, I, I didn't really realize like all the different, uh, complexities that go into why you wouldn't want to be with someone. Yeah. I always thought it was going to be like simple. Like you just date someone and then as long as no one cheats, you're fine. You just yeah. fucking make then it you're happy forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. The fairy tales we tell ourselves, right? Uh, yeah. So, um, what do you do when like, <laughs> Figuring out what you want from a relationship. Like when you're deciding your relationship goals, what is your process with that? Um, that's a good question. I don't have a process. Yeah. I literally need to think about it more. Um, I have uh, done the, the list. Mm -hmm. And I really like the list. And if you don't know what the list is, it's where you write a list of all the attributes that you want your... Um, <clears throat> perfect ideal partner to have. So, you know, instead of, let me give an example. Cause the one that, the first one I made was like super lame and cheesy. <laughs> no, please tell, I need you to tell them what was on it. <laughs> uh, must love snowboarding. Yes. <laughs> wants to watch the Super Bowl. Never been to jail. Yeah. Um, what else was there? I don't know that the snowboarding one is what got me. I was okay. like, what? So that's the thing. Had I, I was on the right path when I, I was in, I was like 24 when I wrote this. Had I been on, I was on the right path. I just needed more. I needed to dig deeper. Mm -hmm. So the reason I wanted them to snowboard was because I was, a, I was big into snowboarding at mm -hmm. that time. And I thought to myself, I said, Hey, like it would be cool if they, and I shared this interest because I spent my whole winter in the mountains. And if they didn't enjoy the snow or snowboarding or anything else up there, we would probably not see each other for like four months. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was my why. So mm -hmm. like, it makes sense, but it sounds so stupid. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there was about a Super Bowl. Like, dude, I don't even watch football anymore. Yeah. That's how much I like, come on, man. Yeah. I I have it written on like a lined piece of paper. Mm -hmm. I pray that it's somewhere in my house of like childhood things, uh -huh. and it's like tucked in like trinket box, and I'm gonna find it one day because it's so. so. There's worse stuff on there. Oh my Bet gosh. money. <laughs> <laughs> Must eat chocolate in a green sock on Tuesdays. <laughs> I don't know. It's like super. I probably specific. would have wrote like loves IPAs. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I was on an IPA kick back then. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> dogs, not cats. Oh man. Like just stupid shit. But so anyway, you write the list and you dig deep. So like, <clears throat> um, uh, one of the things on my list right now is, um, I put like a man of action. Mm -hmm. I think that communication is important, but I like when someone follows through mm -hmm. and they do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. And if they say they're going to do something, they get it done. It's not like a, I don't want to be like one of those nagging people. That's like, <clears throat> Hey, like you said, you were going to do this and you never done do this. Like just fucking do what you say you're going to do. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. And so like, I really appreciate that. So that's on my list. It's yeah. important to me. So you make a list of all the attributes. I want to do that with things that I want, like how I envision the relationship to look. Mm-hmm. Because I honestly, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking about it. The only thing I know about relationships and how they should look is what I've seen on TV, which is bullshit. 
and like a couple relationships in real life, which I can't relate to. Yeah. You know, because everyone's relationship is so different. Like the, the longest relationship I've ever seen in real life is my late great aunt and her husband. And she had polio and was in a wheelchair and they were both teachers and he took care of her because she was disabled. You mm -hmm. know, like I'm not going to have that kind of relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's just not going to look like that. Yeah. Um, it's hard to relate to. Yeah. What's your method? What you got? Um, for me, I've been doing a lot of the, uh, envision. Well, I'm a daydreamer. So mm -hmm. I constantly like, I'm just thinking about things You're that happen. I'm a Pinterester. I'm a daydreamer. <laughs> I'm a planner. I'm a Virgo. Um, but so with me, like I, again, like I base my stuff off of movies and stuff, you know, like I said it in our relationships podcast that I think of, um, the, how I met your mother one, mm -hmm. Lillian, um, Marshall. Yeah. From How I Met Your Mother. That's like kind of what I want. I want somebody to be your best friend and somebody you tell everything to and somebody you're excited to tell. Like if something happens, well, who's the first person you want to tell? And I want yeah. it to be like that person. Like that is yeah. what I want. I want the best friend, perfect relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when I think about myself in the future, I honestly, and this sounds weird, I can't really picture who my husband is or what mm -hmm. my husband's doing. I've envisioned the house I'm living in with the kids I want and what mm. I'm doing with my life. Like I want to be cutting up orange slices in my kitchen with an island and a fucking butcher countertop, you know, type shit. You know, I want like that. Yeah. Kind of, I'm, I'm imagining that kind of stuff and I'm imagining what my kids look like and what mm -hmm. they're involved with and how I'm involved in their life. I'm going to be a Girl Scout troop leader stuff. Like hopefully oh. like that. Oh, I, I'm the over-involved PTA parent I by like far in, like like, in my brain. But like when I think of the relationship I want, like I just want legitimately to be happy and taken care of, but I can't really, I haven't put enough effort in to think of what I want yeah. in a person to get there it's the same thing and you know what i was thinking about today what is it that like anybody who is successful will tell you about how to reach your goals let's have a plan and execute it have to a... know exactly what you want yeah and then that's the only way you're going to get it yeah so if you don't know what you want your relationship to look like in my mind i'm like holy i literally a light bulb went off in my head yeah. today because i was like oh damn i was yeah. like i don't ever think about it like that yeah. And I was like, I have expectations in my mind, but I'm like, I don't think I put them there. Yeah. Because yeah. like, they're just based off of society's uh, needs and wants yeah. and pressures, but not my own. Is there anything you have trouble seeing clearly in your mind specifically when it comes to relationships? Like, is there, like, do you have trouble envisioning parts of it? Well, I'm not a good, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a daydreamer. Oh, I am. So I like... You know, when I was doing 75 hard and I had to do the visualization, uh, in a perfect world, I would have closed my eyes for 10 minutes and I would have visualized in my mind's eye what my life looked like. But when I close my eyes, it's black. So what I did was I made a vision board mm -hmm. and I looked at it for 10 minutes and I tried to get my mind to spin off of it, yeah. which it didn't really because that's just not... I don't know. I think my brain might be broken, <laughs> but, yeah. um, I think so my, I think I my creativity it. runs wild with this, you know, I like it. It's like good. I can see like a thousand different ways. My, my, I would go, you know, mm -hmm. like how my life could go or who I could be with. Um, but in all of them, I just have this sense of security. Like mm -hmm. I have this, I think that's what I'm seeking out of a relationship is like, I have all my own shit taken care of. I want you yeah. to add to it and make me happy. And I want to feel secure and not have to worry about shit. Absolutely. So I think that's like my main thing. So whenever I, whenever I daydream about what my future relationships going to look like, I just, mm -hmm. it's less of like a visual and it's more of a feeling. I feel secure. I feel safe. I feel protected. I feel home. I like that. I mean, I think that it would be almost... Uh, detrimental to you to think of perfect Mr. Right if you th well I don't know honestly like I, I started to say that in mid-sentence I was like because on one hand I'm like oh if you vision this person and then you meet someone else that doesn't match that are you going to give them a chance yeah but on the other hand I literally feel like the guy I'm dating now was drawn up off of my list that I created. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't I, like, why wouldn't people literally design in their mind exactly what they want? Like, yeah. who's to say that 
everything that I imagine our relationship I, that I want it to be, that it won't actually happen. Yeah. I just need to spend time thinking about it. <laughs> We've been doing some hippy-dippy woo-woo shit, so... Uh-huh. We're all in we this may, today. We might be getting a little far out there for y'all, but it is what it is. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. We'll bring it back to relationships. Let's talk about sad shit. Okay. Oh, cool. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, what I wanted to talk about was... <laughs> okay. So I didn't used to be. I used to be able to count on one hand how many times I cried a year. Like it had to be like my dog died. It's like a it, bragging it, moment. It, yes. Uh-huh. And now I cry at yogurt commercials. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? My mom's day. I guess. I don't know. And and I think it's because I I stopped taking it as a pride thing. It's like, okay, like, yeah, bottle up all your emotions and then blow up on people. Like that's yep. what I used to do. Yeah, that's cool. I used to have a fucking like temper. I used to be crazy and now it's like, hey, I, if you upset me, I'm going to be like, hey, that upset me and this is why. Um, I'd like you to not do it again. And if you mm-hmm. do it again, okay, fuck you. Then I'm getting mad. But it's like I'm way more communicative communicative, and I just – I I cry. Yeah. That's the solution to everything. Have a good cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. No. Gonna, she's going to cry right now. Hold on. <laughs> Wipes um. tear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't used to um, – no, no, but yeah, no, it's unstoppable. Yeah, no, I cry now. Um, just warning you, if you come into my life, expect to see me cry. Um, no, my question to you mm-hmm. was, um, how do you check in with yourself in a relationship to make sure you're in a good spot? You know, are you happy with yourself in your relationships? I think that it's kind of a day by day thing, because it's it's weird. Like, I think of myself as like a manager. Like, I'm managing my own life, Mm -hmm. but I'm also, like, co-managing a relationship. Yeah. And so, even, like, I can only control my half of it, my input, Um, but I still need to be aware of the other person's input Mm -hmm. and aware of the total output and all that. So, it's like you're working on, like, yourself and, like, you know, I believe in the the idea that you need to make yourself 100% happy. And so does the other person. And then you guys like simultaneously pour into each other's cups. Yes. You know, that way you're not just like the only one pouring and you're just getting empty. Right. I think it's crazy that some people expect their partner to make them happy. Like they'll say, they'll say like, I'll have a lot of girlfriends and they'll be like, well, he's the only thing that makes me happy. And I said, that's your fucking fault. You know, why did you put that much of your value in somebody else and something that's so easily taken away? Why would you put that much of yourself and your happiness and your self-worth into that? Pressure for him too. Yes. Or, or her, if the roles were reversed, like for that person to make you happy. Yeah. No, I think that's irresponsible to expect that. And it's hard enough for people to make themselves happy when you're in your own mind and you know exactly what you want and don't want. Yeah. Imagine giving that power to someone else when they don't know you as well. Exactly. Like, how the hell are they supposed to figure that out? Yeah. Mm. Especially with women. Like, women don't even know what we want half the time. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, we're, you know? I feel like I'm very decisive with what I want. Like, you ask me where I'm going to want to eat, I'll probably tell you what I want to eat. That kind of thing. I know that's, like, a much lower caliber than, like, a deep shit. But, like, I feel like if you straight up ask me what I want... I'll be like, uh, I want you to communicate better with me, or I want you to take me on a date next week, or I want blank. I more so mean like, how many times have you changed your mind about people in your life in the last month? <laughs> Kimmy's giving me the same guy right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I can see. Uh, that, that's kind of what I, I meant too, because like I can tell you where I want to eat, where I don't want to eat. I just, you said but girls like, are indecisive and it's like, I think that's a personality type. No, I didn't that's say they're I mean. indecisive. I said they don't know what they want. Cause like, I just feel like we're ever changing because we're, uh, we, we make some decisions based off emotion and it's not like a knock on women. I think women are more intuitive with their emotions and I love that. Mm-hmm. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think that's what makes us strong because we're like, have you ever heard women compared to like water? How we're just like ever flowing and like, you know, we're not like a guy would be like a lighthouse. Like he's always like, you know, like perfect world standing there sturdy stable like you go to it but like a woman is like flowing like we can go and um i don't know that sounds like a the analogy is not coming out right based on the (laughs) face you're making right now but like i just mean like women are that's why like mother earth is a woman like we flow with 
emotions and feelings and like we are feeling connected that way. Yeah. Men don't, that. men don't typically have that. Yeah. They're more grounded and not to say that women can't be grounded or stable or like not emotional. It's not like, it's not a knock. It's just kind of like a, I'm trying to like embrace the positive side of being an emotional being. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think emotions are bad yeah. at all. Yeah. I think sometimes using emotion in decisions that don't need emotion is bad. But yeah. I think being in tune with your emotions is actually a wonderful thing. And it's what I expect from like any partner. Completely. Um, but yeah, I, you know, this, we mentioned earlier how like I hate girls that, and guys, I don't like it when people get lost in their relationship. I also don't like it when people are not happy in the relationship and not trying to make themselves happy. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's one thing to, like, argue with your partner, but then you're just also not working on yourself at all or, like, trying to figure out how to make you happy, mm -hmm. like, on off time. Yeah. Like... And I think a lot of times there's... People will be unhappy in their relationship because they're actually unhappy with themselves. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with your partner or what they said to you last Tuesday. Like, right. you may be... You might have been having a bad day and they made it worse because you were already in a bad place. Right. Like why you know if they didn't compliment you and that made you upset mm -hmm. well maybe if you actually were confident in yourself because you loved your body and the way mm -hmm. you look you wouldn't need their validation yeah now wanting them to compliment you and find you sexy and attractive that's different mm -hmm. and that's a communication thing like hey like I would really appreciate you telling me this every once in a while. Yeah. You know, you know but words needing of affirmation it, being a love language. Right. But needing it in order to be happy is dangerous. Yeah. I um, agree. That's a good point. In my opinion. Yeah. I like that a lot. What about, um, are you happy with yourself? How do you check in? So I am very happy with myself right now. Honestly, this is probably the happiest. So we were talking about this earlier. We we're on like the self-improvement kick. Like we are on like the journey to find what is our best self. Yeah. Kimmy and Anna are annoying as fuck right now. Yeah. <laughs> we're so happy and positive about and, shit. But I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, same. Like, <laughs> I don't. So I, I, can, I can genuinely say I am happy with myself right now. Mm -hmm. I look in the mirror and I actually like who I see. I like how I look. I like one thing that so at the new year's resolutions this year mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that i wrote on my list was i wanted to like myself yeah that was a thing yeah and one of the questions i asked myself at the beginning of the year we've talked about this in the past but one of the questions was if i met myself would i be friends with me mm -hmm. and at the beginning of this year like if if i talked to myself the way that i talked to myself i would not be friends with myself yeah i would be like fuck you like mm -hmm. we are not cool stay the fuck away from me like the way I talked to myself yeah. at the beginning of the year. I was in a bad mental place then. Um, but now I ask myself, would I be friends with me? I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'd be standing outside my window with the fucking boombox. I love myself that much. <laughs> like I, yeah. I genuinely am happy with who I am, yeah. with what I provide to myself and the world. Mm -hmm. And I am, I'm happy. And I think that's why I'm in like a good spot to be in a good relationship because I'm confidently and soundly like good with myself. And yeah. I don't think I've ever been there before. It's probably why you're also like happy and uh, confident to have a podcast about a breakup so uh, yeah. soon when you just recently went through one. Yeah. Which we don't have to talk about, but yeah, no, you, it's... but you um, you just dealt with it, which is part of the reason why we we're having this conversation. Like, I don't think a lot of people would be able to do that. Yeah. So quickly. There's definitely stuff that uh, I'm still working on. Oh, but yeah, for sure. The thing is, breakups hurt. Like, I've, <laughs> I've been through so many, as we've discovered in this podcast, but no, like, a ton, really. <laughs> breakups, breakups hurt worse when you're less secure. Yeah. Like, with me, I've been through breakups where I have, one, not known who I was. And yeah. so, like, that was earth shattering, world shaking. Who the fuck am I and what the fuck do I do? Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, nope, I will do anything to make this work because my world is over if it's not. Yeah. I have been in those breakups. Mm. And then I've been in breakups where I'm like, wow, this fucking sucks. But you know what? I'm going to be fucking okay. Yeah. And I am okay. And I go through. Um, all the reasons why I don't think the relationship worked and all the reasons that I think 
like what I what good came out of that relationship, what I yeah. learned. Like I can think way better on breakups when I'm more secure in myself. Well, yeah, you've allowed it to uh, become a teacher. Yes, like, it's no longer. You. It's no longer. I didn't place my value in that relationship. I placed my value in me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I texted this to you, and I texted this to other people, and it was like, no matter what you have in life, you you sometimes you have a lot, sometimes you have a little, mm-hmm. but what you always have is yourself, mm-hmm. and that is something that you can rely on fully. You will yeah. always have yourself. So check in with yourself. Make sure that the relationship with you is okay. Yeah. Because you're always going to have that. Nobody can take your relationship with you away. Yeah. Breakups, you, it sucks. Like breakups hurt so bad, especially when you're broken up with, because you say it's not fair. I didn't have a choice in this. I didn't have a say in this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, but because it was not get over it like <laughs> that, that's the choice and accept it yeah. and that's what's so hard you said you didn't have closure from that one relationship sometimes you don't get closure yeah. and you just have to accept that you're not going to get closure mm-hmm. and sometimes you do sometimes it's wrapped up and some people are friends with their exits like awesome mm-hmm. but what you always have is yourself and I say this one also too it's like the um, why are birds not afraid to you know sit on the end of tree mm-hmm. branches when they're so unstable yeah. and it's like well the faith is not in the the bird doesn't have faith in the branch of the tree. It has faith in its wings. And that right. if it the branch breaks, it will fly. It right. will be fine. So it's not that you have faith that the relationship will live forever. It's I have it's... faith that I'm going to be okay regardless. Yes. And I yeah. love that. And that is something that I have just recently learned. And I love that. I also like that it, it kind of removes the pressure. Yeah. Because I feel like, um, you know, the, the longest relationship I had when we moved in together... Um, I felt like there was immediate pressure. Mm-hmm. Like I almost felt like we were married already, and I was like, "Whoa!" And like we started acting different, and I'm like, "Why are we acting different?" Just because we share a, a home now. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, but there was pressure, mm-hmm. and I it it I think that was a big part of you know we didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we were very young and uh, not good communicators with each other, but I like that it takes the pressure away. Yeah. Um. And before we move on about the, uh, the, are you happy with yourself? I just wanted to say like, yeah, I know another girlfriend of mine that is going through a breakup and, you know, we've talked about, uh, how you feel about afterwards. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she told me that she doesn't love herself and you know, it's sad to hear someone that you love and care about say that about themselves and um, obviously when you're in a dark spot, like you can relate, we can all relate that like, I mean, I don't know anyone that who at some point in their life has not said like, I hate myself or I'm not mm-hmm. worthy or like I suck. Like we have all talked shit about ourselves. Self-deprecating. Absolutely. It's human nature. Yeah. But the, the trick is, is you, you have to like catch yourself doing it and stop mm-hmm. and not perpetuate it. And you also have to realize that like, if you think like that about you, no one else is going to truly love you. No one else is going to truly value you if you don't value you. Yeah. So it's so important to really work on that first. Otherwise you are going to end up breaking up again or being in a long relationship that sucks. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, surprise. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. I knocked up your sister. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do in Arkansas, right? Yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make the... No? What is Banjos? That? Country? Redneck? Are you more Arkansas than me? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Arkansas. Oh, man. I was stationed with a guy from Arkansas. I huh? should ask him where from. Yeah, you should. Small. Place. I probably know him. It's, probably. it's, it's a state. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five feet across, right? Yeah. Little... Everyone knows everybody? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're probably related, so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> He's very tall. That's all. Are you talking about, about Jordan? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just made up a name. I'm, I don't. Okay, it's fine. Um, do you have anything else to say about that? No. All right. So I had to finish your question. All right. So wrap things up. Uh, we've been talking a lot about breakups, and that's not like the greatest. Like, breakups suck. We all know it. If you've been through a breakup, you know, it fucking sucks. So, to end in a more positive note, what do you think it takes to make love last? Man, if I knew the answer to that. <laughs> uh, I'd write a book, and I'd sell it. Millions. And I would make lots of money. Yeah. I probably could make something up and tell people about it, and they'd probably buy it anyway. Yeah. Um, 
because people just want to believe that there's a way to make love work. I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to learn from uh, people who have been in long relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think that the thing that I've learned the most this year is not quitting. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like you only lose or fail if you quit. And I agree in a relationship. Like, I think that, they're, like you said in the beginning, relationships are hard. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, just not giving up on that person, um, unless you're, unless they're like really not mm -hmm. making you happy. Like, there's obviously like, there's... Ex but it, you're talking about like active effort. Exceptions. Yeah, like making effort and mm -hmm. communicating. Yeah. I think those are the main two, is not... Not giving up, like everyone's gonna have fights. Mm -hmm. um, don't give in to the grass is greener lie. And, you know, just remember ask your single friends how bad Tinder is, and they'll tell you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then just be like, okay, maybe I'll give it another shot and make some more effort and yeah. be active. I think that love is an action, yeah. not a word. And I think you have to physically try to love your yeah. partner I think lust is an emotion and love is a decision <clears throat> so it's like you have to make that decision every day mm -hmm. to love that person I think yeah. that's true but mine would be forgiveness commitment and communication yeah and patience lots and lots and lots of patience oh, yeah because that's the thing is we we're we're two completely separate people you're you're living your own life and you're trying to figure that out day by day and they're doing the yeah. exact same thing and you know be patient while you're figuring each you're figuring life out together yeah yeah and growing and changing i think i, I really like forgiveness so yeah forgiveness is important because i think that um people hold on to things like you were mm -hmm. asking is there something that you hold on to mm -hmm. i think a lot of the little things that we just let go it's mm -hmm. like um, pick your battles, people say, yes. um, and like, you know, when they say like, oh, you're making a mountain out of a molehill, mm -hmm. it's like, we hold on to so much. I think mm -hmm. forgiveness when it comes to the little things yes. is important and I not agree. holding on to all that. And not fighting over things that really don't matter. Right. You said, if this doesn't matter, won't matter in five years, why, 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 why focus on it? <laughs> so it's like, is it really going to bother me that like... Um, my boyfriend doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Calling him out. He'll never know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, little like, people, people fight over the tiniest little things, like the way you said something at dinner. It hurt me. I you know. know. Like, and it's like, hey, I didn't appreciate the way you talked to me, but, you know, let's move on. And then if they keep, if it's a habit, yeah. then address it. But, like, some, I mean, I, I'm fault in the past. I would bring, I would fight over everything, you know, but that was because I wasn't securing myself yeah yeah focusing on the little things like like you were saying like saying something at dinner wrong it's just it's a waste of time mm -hmm. um it i was given some advice to focus more on what i'm doing mm -hmm. and less on what they're doing so i can't control what they do i can control how i respond mm -hmm. and i think that's important to remember when you're like fighting about stupid little shit is it's not important and like if I don't like how the reaction was that I did like maybe I need to work on changing that like don't allow myself to get worked up over yeah. something like that or realize why you're so worked up about right it. like what's the actual it. cause for why you're so upset because a lot of times I'll be upset that you um, you know said something weird but it was actually because you didn't stand up for me or I didn't sure. feel secure or you know that kind of thing like you mm -hmm. made me feel you know a certain way yeah and that could maybe be solved by a, a communicating uh, little chat yeah. where you hear from them oh I actually do like support you and believe in you yeah oh cool well, I don't need you to do it like that then anyway and we're fine move yeah. on <laughs> yeah perfect relationship advice via Anna and Kimmy yeah don't, yeah. don't listen to us I'm single disclaimer <laughs> disclaimer we have no idea what we're doing and we're uh, um don't yeah <laughs> All right, with that being said, we are going to close it out by uh, wishing you happy, happy holiday relationships. Don't let the drama uh, fuck shit up for you. Or if you do, join me. Join us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you go do hard shit this week. Uh, please check out our 
Instagram page at Start to Be Great Podcast. I, I'm sick of mentioning our personal ones because. Follow me. Um, I am clout driven. Just kidding. It's Kimmy.Croson if you want to follow me on Instagram. Uh, we will post this Monday at 6 a.m. Why so early? Because we're fucking sharks and sharks don't give a damn that it's Monday.